Hello, humans, and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is October 14th, 2020. I just wanted to hop on here and do a bit of a follow-up. The last episode that I did uh, was really emotional and down um, after having a relationship check, I guess, a, a, a conversation with my family, specifically my mother and her parents. Um, I live with her parents for context, my grandparents. And a little over a week ago, um, I got really emotional and was talking about my housing and disability struggles. And um, my grandfather and I are very similar in that we just want to know the facts and we want to tell the facts and we just want to know what's going on and there's um, just a lot of love there but because the women in my family are so dominant I guess or at least my grandmother and mother are so dominant um, grandpa doesn't usually get his voice heard and his perspective kind of falls away and he kind of has this uh, training to just keep his mouth shut um, which he was able to express to me more today when I got to talk to him alone. Uh, And that is what this episode is about, to just kind of unpack uh, the conversation I just had with my grandfather. Now, I think that the reason that I want to document this is because all I've wanted for years is for somebody to see me, see the pain and suffering that I'm going through, and just acknowledge it. Um, maybe I wanted them to be able to do something about it, but really just acknowledge it. And, uh, last week I was really struggling with, um, the victimhood identity because I felt like if I was asking people to acknowledge my struggles, then I was just trying to be a victim and get sympathy. And maybe that wasn't what I was really trying to do. But just now grandpa Jim was like, the reason that you're not being kicked out is because I love you and I love you here and you will leave as soon as you find the best fit for you and Thomas. Thomas is my husband. Um, And that's all I ever wanted to hear was just from my family that the reason that I'm safe living with them is because they love me. And what I got from my mom and grandma last week was I'm allowed to stay because kicking me out would be um, embarrassing. Now, that doesn't exactly preclude me being pressured by them to figure out things that I can't figure out, um, but it did mean that I wasn't going to get kicked out. And so I've just been dealing with this like housing insecurity and relationship feelings for the past like 10 days or so, and then today proved to be a good opportunity to check in with grandpa alone. Um, Grandma is in a mood that is essentially summed up by saying she knows everything. She's right about everything. Everyone else is wrong about everything. And even if she gets something wrong or doesn't know how to do it, it's irrelevant. We move on. We don't talk about it. And we never, she never apologizes and she's never admits she's wrong and she doesn't learn from any of the things that you won't listen to anyone. And I've been just taking this like really personally. Um, but now I know that gra- she's been doing this to grandpa their whole marriage. And this is a communication style of hers. And today grandpa, or it's just like her preset uh, perspective, I think, mentality, I'm not exactly sure. And today 
grandpa expressed to me that he really wishes that she would go see someone and talk about her struggles with them because grandpa and I have both done therapy. We both struggle with depression. Um, today we even talked about suicidality and being in a lot of pain. So with grandpa, it's like, I can be very real. Um, but he advised me not to tell grandma any of my truth in any of this and to not call her out on any of her stuff and not expect her to change and not expect to feel validated by her and just do not tell her what my plans are and what I'm doing. Um, which is interesting advice. And I said, well, I can still talk to you. He's like, you can tell me, but I'm not going to tell her. And I was like, okay, this is a really interesting new dynamic where I'm finding allies um, kind of where I was bulk rejecting everyone. Um, And then maybe this won't seem super relevant, but I want to share it too, that when I came downstairs from talking to grandpa, because I was upstairs visiting with him, I come downstairs to um, kind of over here, he's in the other room than where I am now. I hang out in the living room and he's in the um, main room, which is like our living room, dining room, kitchen, all in one. Um, and he's in that room working with a client right now. Um, he's a mental health clinician. And he's working with a client right now where he's sitting there saying, you know, let's try this out. How do you feel? You're going to have to really trust me. And if you're feeling any hesitation about trusting me, we maybe can't do some of the vulnerable work that we're trying to do today. How are you feeling? Do you feel trust? Are you safe? Are you feeling okay? To his client. And just to hear that I am married to this extraordinarily compassionate and curious and loving and skilled man who helps me through things that I can't do my own. I don't, I'm, maybe that's a, a big, not a, that's really big for me because I have done everything on my own my whole life emotionally um, and uh, logistically forever. Um, and so to really sit and acknowledge, I don't have everything figured out. I don't know where we're going to live next and I'm not making my own money, but I'll be damned if I won't give myself credit for being a really good communicative and loving and compassionate wife that my husband and I never go to bed still angry with each other or having, maybe we're still angry, but we always validate each other's feelings. And to hear that my grandparents aren't doing that, that grandpa does that, but grandma doesn't. Um, I don't know if what analogy, but essentially it just made me rethink kind of all of the virtues I've been taught to like toe the line keep other people comfortable, pretend like everything is okay, et cetera, et cetera. And just hearing um, grandpa today tell me that like, nope, it hurts. It's not working. That that version of living where you pretend everything's okay and you always need to be right and in charge of everything doesn't actually bring joy to the people around you was just really important for me to hear because I was always just trying to be so bossy in the past. And then also just kind of getting to talk to grandpa about like, I was thinking that because I still argue with my husband, that we're still have a lot of work to do. And he was able to say, it's not that you still argue, it's how you handle it and how you make up and how you forgive each other and how you say that you're sorry. And um, yeah, today has just been like a really big growing opportunity for me to just sit back and notice all the success that I have in communication 
and loving my husband and loving the people around me. And if those that I know uh, can't meet me where I'm at, don't want to hear the truth, aren't listening, don't understand what it is that I'm saying. You know, for example, grandpa brought up today that um, last week when he heard I was crying and I was getting upset and I brought up, you know, my, my father assaulting me and how that was really hard. And technically this isn't harder. And grandma tried to denounce that me being abused was a problem. I don't really know what she was trying to say because I just told her to stop. Um, grandpa said, I heard you. I knew what you were talking about. I know what he did to you. It wasn't okay. It was, it's, it's interesting because for the last 10 days I've been growing away from the need to be validated. So maybe what grandpa said today didn't hit me as hard as maybe it would have a couple of weeks ago, but I can still accept it as complete validation. Like I have been witnessed. There is somebody who has been around for my entire life who sees what happened to me and thinks it's not okay and is angry at people who aren't helping and wants the best for me and accepts whatever it is that I'm about to do next. And as much as I've been trying not to need that, it feels really good. I don't know what's going to happen with grandma. She's yelling. She's upset. She's being bossy. She's making people uncomfortable. Um, and there's really no way to communicate with her about that because... You know, narcissism is a really harsh word, but if that's anything that's going on, the defensiveness around that is very, very difficult to penetrate if the person is not open to the changes. Um, working with Thomas on his narcissism was relatively easy because he was not trying to perpetuate it. He was a um, couple generations in experiencer, if that makes sense. Um of narcissism, but he, while adopting some of the rather unhelpful thought processes of not having to try hard but still needing to be great, um, in general, he's just too compassionate and curious to really maintain um, a narcissistic mindset because he really just wants the truth and he just wants to be love all the time. But with grandma, it's just really feeling like she's scared and with such a well-cultivated sense of fear around something that I don't exactly know what she's afraid of, maybe her image, I don't really know. It's going to be hard, if not impossible, to actually get her on the same terms as me or to hear what it is that I'm saying. And essentially, I was asked by grandpa to not poke it because he's the one who's going to have to deal with it when she's mad. Um, and I'm going to respect him for that. And I'm just going to keep you know, keeping things, I'm going to keep keeping um, because it, at some point I will move out and it's looking at this point that I will be moving fairly far away. And so whatever relationship um, or relationships survive the move and are maintained and cultivated over time through whatever activities, phone calls, letters um, are going to be needed in order to maintain the relationships. Um, the truth is that I'm just not going to be around anymore and that's going to dramatically change everything. And I think that that is what is most important is that maybe we move far enough away that nobody can come visit easily. And then it would change the dynamic between me and my family completely because 
I wouldn't be convenient anymore. And if I don't want to do something or if I'm feeling disrespected, I don't have to keep talking to people. And yeah, grandpa even said, you know, there's no rush to get out. We, I love you and you're not getting kicked out ever. Um, he did acknowledge that the atmosphere of living here and being judged and poked at and, and, uh, just being in my anxiety is not good for me. And he sees that it's re-triggering my PTSD and he sees that it's not helping me um, grow personally in my own mental health. And so he is um, eager to see me being safely housed in my own bubble. So that was just like a completely different mindset than when are you going to get out of here and da 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 So all of that is like, I don't know what we're going to do next, but I know who I can talk to about it. Um, and that feels a lot better. It feels really safe and strong in ways that I, I'm still trying to process. Um, and I just want to keep kind of going in this thread then. It's like, okay, maybe I don't take some things personally that other people say. And oh, and I was able to share with grandpa um, kind of some other things about how, you know, my one of my uncles is really aggressive and he made comments couple months ago now of encouraging somebody to hit me um they didn't but it was still like a really traumatizing experience for me to see a grown man like encouraging violence onto me um and I got to tell grandpa about that and how I really can't be around the family and family gatherings if that uncle is going to be there because it just triggers me and even talking about it was making me shake and I got to show that to grandpa and he was like okay yeah you're not doing that so there was just a lot of witnessing and I, I'm eager to see where, kind of where it goes, but it just seems like really positive and I just wanted to document this optimism um, before I continue on with my chores for the day. Um, usually I end up thinking these things are fairly nonsensical, but then I listen back and they're better than I expect. So um, I hope that maybe you got some words of wisdom, probably not, um, some interesting tidbits to chew on could probably be about as far as that can go. Uh, but in, in essence, thank you uh, for listening if you did, and I'll catch you in the next one.